When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Good news for those of you wondering. Yes, the International Handball Federation finally, finally has said it's no longer requiring women to play in bikini bottoms. I know, right? <laughs> Remember, they went through the big, uh, the big to-do in the Olympics when they wore their shorts and not the bikini bottoms, and then they were fined $1,700, and the world was in an uproar. We're making these sports women wear bikini bottoms playing their beach volleyball. So now the Norwegian Handball Federation said that uh, the new change is real and symbolic, a step toward fighting gender inequality in the sport. It's good for the game. But first of all, said the president, Care Guy Leon, uh, that it's good for the women and it's good for how we treat each other in sports. Right? So they prefer the thigh length shorts, and that's what they wore for the protest, and they were fined the $1,700. Now, they were initially fined the $1,700, and you'd think, well, after the big to-do, and now we're going to change it. We're not going to fine you. And Pink had even come out and said she would pay this fine for them. This is ridiculous. And uh, they went ahead and fined them anyway. However, um, they donated the money to a sports foundation, and they said they donated the money to a major international sports foundation. Oh, Oh, okay, well. Then we believe you. And it supports equality for women and girls in sports. So anyway, congratulations. And whoo, man, we can get that off the table because there's nothing I hate more than watching beach volleyball. I'm sorry, women's beach volleyball and having those women wear bikinis. Man, do I hate that. It is just means the inequality of the sports is just horrific. Horrific. When you see the pictures, uh, the difference between the beach volleyball team wearing bikinis and the beach volleyball team wearing their shorts, man, you can you can well well assure you can be well assured that <laughs> it's all good in the world when they're not wearing bikini tops. I'm not sure why I would continue to watch the sport. Maybe that's just me. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So I'm reading this interview, or I'm reading about this interview that Billy Joel did with Howard Stern. And, you know, it's fine. I mean, Howard Stern and Billy Joel are friends, and Billy Joel, you know, shows up on the Stern show. And uh, they're talking, and he's made to think that it was such a big deal for him to pay his musicians through the pandemic. I would think, yeah, Billy, uh, we expect you to, bro. 
but he said that uh, he was happy and he was, you know, sticking with him, uh, all these band members, and he loves them and he wanted to take care of the band. And he said there was plenty of time when he couldn't have, when he had money problems, so he was able to pay the band through the pandemic when they weren't working. Now, that's my original feeling was, yeah, no kidding, Billy. But then I guess, you know, you didn't have to and, you know, thanks, I guess. And one of the other things he talked about was not selling his music catalog because that's what everybody's doing these days, selling their music catalog. I mean, the guy is 72 now. He's got a lot of bills. He's worth, you know, I don't know what Billy Joel is worth now. Probably 700 million. Ooh, way off. I guess he did have some money problems early on. As I'm looking it up now, it says Billy Joel net worth $225 million. Now, I mean, for you people, I know that's a lowly amount, but for people like me, $225 million is pretty good. <laughs> but he did say, oh, I love my songs. They're like kids to me, but I'm not going to completely rule it out. If somebody came to me with a billion dollars, what am I going to do? Say no. <laughs> I'm from Levittown. <laughs> so there's the price tag right there. For the Billy Joel music catalog, a billion dollars. That could happen. Could happen tomorrow. And, you know, since we're talking about the pandemic, I, uh, the world passed 5 million confirmed COVID-19 deaths yesterday, according to Johns Hopkins University. And it makes the disease the leading cause of death worldwide after heart disease and stroke. So it's like third. Okay, It's not the leading cause of death worldwide. It's the third, but you know, whatever I digress. I'm just saying what it talks about. Uh, it's a leading cause of death worldwide after heart disease and stroke. So third experts believe the total is likely higher due to inconsistencies in reporting. I would argue that that would be lower, but you know, what am I a non-expert is what I, what I am. Uh, so, uh, the U S has recorded more than 745,000 deaths. And so China's total is still fewer than 5,000. We all know that's a lie. The U.S., Britain, and EU and Brazil account for 13% of the global population, but nearly half of the reported deaths. Okay. So uh, the global rate climbed uh, the last two weeks after declining steadily since August. All right. And uh, of course, the news comes as there's a wide gap remaining in vaccine access only 3.6% of all vaccines have been administered in low-income countries. Oh, my gosh. Darn. What should we do? I know. Let's spend a bunch of money and make sure the low-income countries get the vaccine, right? Or at least have access to the vaccine. I know in Shanghai, speaking of China and there are only 5,000 deaths, actually fewer than 5,000 deaths. They shut down. They shut down Disney because a single weekend attendee tested positive for COVID after returning home. So, in a, I mean, it was just a weird scene when you see some of the pictures. 34,000 guests at the theme park lined up to get tested by workers in hazmat suits before they could leave. Oh, wow. I mean, the fireworks even were going on around them. It was really, really strange. Now, China has their uh, zero COVID policy, which uh, is increasingly at odds on how other countries are approaching the COVID containment. But hey, they would argue that that's why we have fewer than 5,000 deaths 
We have zero COVID policy. That's it. I mean, holy cow, they shut down society when they might have a COVID outbreak. Two trains were stopped literally in their tracks when a couple of crew members discovered uh, they had been in close contact with infected people. And after finding a single positive case in one county in the Zhejiang province, uh, they turned all the traffic lights red. And they said uh, we were just discouraging people from driving. Oh, 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 okay. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> yeah, we were just we just turned all the lights red. We were just discouraging people from traveling. I'm guessing maybe if you were on the road, you got shot. I don't know that though. You you may have been asked politely to return to your apartment, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't. There wasn't any footage of people getting shot from running a red light, but it's possible that it happened. And we also know that we have three more people who have tested positive for the H5N6 bird flu in China. So I guess we're going to start shutting down China altogether. In the uh, Guangdong uh, province, their health commission said that uh, a 52-year-old man had tested positive for the h5n6 bird flu and he's currently being treated at a designated hospital oh okay so everything's fine yes don't worry about it quit your whining just because another person fell ill last month or in september with the bird flu and somebody else had the bird flu in between then and now it's no big deal it's not don't worry about it okay the h5n6 bird flu is known just to cause severe illness in humans of all ages and has killed nearly half of those infected so eh, eh, don't worry about it and it's, it's fine china's just going to shut down their country anyway you know for your safety or for their safety no matter you know i mean if you're over there and hanging out in shanghai and somebody comes in close contact with someone who had tested positive then you're going to be shut down with the rest of the people for you know everyone's safety i wonder if you could catch bird flu from uh, a fried chicken head because i see where a lady in pennsylvania in williamsport pennsylvania ordered wings from a local restaurant called the old school pizza and she said hey one of these wings uh, doesn't look right it's kind of misshapen I bit into a wing and, you know, all was fine. I picked up the second wing and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, why is this shaped weird? And it turned out it was a beak and an eye. <laughs> that is awesome. How come that doesn't happen to me? How come I don't get the chicken with the beak and the eye for the wings? <laughs> oh, that's right. This is America. Oh, wait, this did happen in America, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so the company said, hey. We've, we're open nearly 13 years. We've sold tons of wings every week. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, we want to thank our loyal customers and thank everyone that understands that accidents do happen. And some things are just out of our control. Yeah, why would you look at the wings that you're cooking? You're just cooking wings. And if one of them was a beak, you know, you missed it. Sorry. At least it's a chicken part. <laughs> so the lady at least laughed about it right she said it doesn't matter at the end of the day it's funny to me now i look back on friday and laugh about it more than i'm disgusted by it okay she didn't even ask for a refund wow now that says a lot in today's world she could own the uh it's a place called again oh yeah 
old school pizza now owned by Brittany. <laughs> Could happen very soon. All right, man. Thinking about eating a nice cooked chicken beak wing. Makes me thirsty. Let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. Oh, so good. I don't know if it's as good as that chicken beacon eyeball would be, though. <laughs> so we have another mother uh, fighting back, finally. I mean, she's fighting back, saying that the elementary school that her kids go to, saying she can't volunteer there anymore because she has an OnlyFans page. <laughs> right? So apparently she, you know, had worked at the school for several years now. And one of the other parents found her OnlyFans page. And it's a subscription service. And, you know, it's adult-oriented. And uh, that's the way she makes her living. And she must be make a pretty good living, too, if she's known anything about your time at the kid's school. And as an attorney, she's suing the school district for at least a million dollars, she said. She held a press conference with her attorney. It's humiliating to have people judge you for something that when you feel like what you're doing isn't wrong, in a sense. I don't think that my job and what I do privately, that has no regards to anybody else in any in anybody else's world besides my own. Amen. Now, her attorney even commented, you know, of course, at the press conference, of course, he would comment. What authoritarian um, um, mentality allows somebody to point a discriminating finger at somebody and say, we don't approve of you and you can't be around children. That becomes frightening. Yes, it does, Mr. Najib. I'm telling you, we are in a bad place. So some mother got all jealous. I guess, uh, you know, her husband was looking at the OnlyFans page. (laughs) It doesn't say that, but I'm sure he was like, hey, check out uh, Billy and Odie's mom. Whoa, okay, I'm subscribing. No, you are not, because the parent is unidentified, of course. She sent images from the subscription page, so she had to pay some money to get, uh, you know, behind the paywall. But uh, now mom is fighting back. Now the school, you know, obviously, oh, we can't comment. Uh, It's an ongoing investigation and litigation. Oh, okay. Now the school did say, hey, 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 you could still, you know, go on outings as long as it's just your kids sure that background check you passed didn't have anything to do with your employment but now that we know what you do uh no thank you no we uh we can't have you around the the other students i don't think that's gonna fly (laughs) i don't think that's gonna fly at all pretty sure that's not gonna fly not gonna fly at all now i don't have an OnlyFans yet i should have one i'm disappointed in myself i bow my head in shame that I don't have an OnlyFans page. I do have a YouTube page, Chewing the Fat, with Jeff Fisher. You can subscribe to that. (laughs) That's for free. If you're a subscriber to this show, that's for free. I'm giving away my stuff. Oh, man. Uh, I'm giving away my social media, at JeffyJFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook and Instagram. My gosh. You, I mean, you're welcome. You're welcome. You could have to, you know, get behind a a paywall for this show. But you don't. You don't have to. Although, you can come behind the paywall for Blaze TV. 
You can go to uh, blazetv.com slash Jeffy and save some money. You could do that. It's not quite OnlyFans, but it is a pretty good subscription service. And you can also uh, donate to my uh, fundraiser for our rescue. I have a fundraiser going on that I'm going to uh, shave my head for our rescue. I'm hoping to raise $6,000 for our rescue. Now, you know, it takes $6,000 to pay for legal documents and medical travel to the home country, food, water, lodging, transportation, education, and vocational training for a survivor for a year. And so I'm trying to do that. You can donate at the Our Rescue fundraiser page, or you can just go to my uh, links in my social media, the bios, and the link is there for you. And thank you to all the people who have already donated. I appreciate it. I'll hit the total, and I'll shave my head live on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Jeff Fisher Radio coming up on the 19th of this month. Hey, remember uh, a while ago, I think it was a couple of weeks now, we talked about where Ed Sheeran had... Uh, mentioned on a radio interview about the new Christmas song that he and Elton were working on. And uh, Elton was pissed and uh, said, oh, well, he's let the cat out of the bag. And it was supposed to be some big surprise and everything. Well, now Ed's trying to uh, make up to him because he did an interview where he talked about, oh, Elton calls me every single morning and I appreciate him. And our relationship is just great. Sure, I'm promoting my new album and we'll be promoting that Christmas stuff coming up. But you know, I just love him so much. And I'm sure I've tested positive for COVID-19 and I'm going to have to cancel a bunch of stuff. But, uh, man, I'm just telling you, we've our, our, our first listen live stream event, uh, you know, and my, my relationship with Elton John, I just, you know, I just love it. And I'm not exaggerating. Uh, and, and I, when I say he calls me every day, he calls me every single morning. Even if it's like 10 seconds, every single morning he calls. And I just love him for it. He's, he's such a caring human. And sure, if he could you know, reach out and punch me in the face for mentioning our Christmas collaboration, he would. But right now, I love him. I love him. I love him to death. <laughs> so they have a great relationship. They do. So you can tell because that's what he said. And so, uh, you know what? It's time. It's time for the television show Survivor to go away. Okay? It's time. It's over. I'm sick of hearing about it. They've got the promo of the we can't say, hey, come on over, guys, or whatever whatever the line was that you can't say anymore. And now we've got winners claiming that, oh, they're making us compete in our underwear and give them some dignity. Well, really? Well, why didn't you think about that when you thought about doing the show then? I mean, the show's been on for 41 season. I mean, holy cow. I'm tired of players competing in underwater events. Uh, They don't want to give us fresh swimsuits because they want it to look authentic. Yeah, because that's what it is. Okay, it's a TV show, Survivor. You're supposed to survive whatever is thrown at you. That's the deal. And if we are in a place that that can't happen anymore, it's time to shut it down. Just close it down. 41 seasons. You're going to have reruns from here to the end of time. You're going to make money forever. Jeff Prost, you're done. Go ahead. End it up. Just wrap it up. This is the last one. Final. Time to say goodbye. Okay? We all, you know, we loved it when it was, when the first 25 or 30 seasons and now it's time to just shut it down 
no more new stuff. You can go back. You can do another 10 seasons on the best ofs of the first 41 season. And you can, you can go ahead and MC it. You can, you can narrate through the whole thing, Jeff, and make even more money and through the reruns. It'd be awesome. Uh, all good. But the original for just new contestants and I can't wear, why do they not let me wear a brand new bathing suit? And you know what? I had to look for shelter and it was, I forgot that the show that I signed up for was Survivor. So the, the people that I had to survive with, I didn't like them. Well, we need to, it needs to be better. Okay. I mean, seriously, Jeff. When you come out this week at the new show, just say, hey, we're so happy to be here. We're shutting it down. Take care. Good night, everybody. I mean, they're getting ready to shut down the cities, or at least that's what it seems like. Philadelphia this week. Uh, the city is on track now to become the first major U.S. city to officially end police traffic stops for small violations. Broken taillight, registration issues, dangling items from your mirror, because the supposed routine practice had some fatal results. Did it? Okay, so according to this story, in the last five years, in the United States... All right, not just Philadelphia, but this story is talking about uh, in the United States. One report, one report found that more than 400 unarmed drivers or passengers slash a disproportionately large number were black have been killed during routine stops. Wait, so more than 400 unarmed drivers many of them black have been killed during routine stops. I'd like to see that report, please. I would love to see that report. In fact, let's take a look and see if we can find it. Yes, it's a New York Times investigation. They found that police officers have killed more than 400 drivers or passengers who were not wielding a gun or a knife or under pursuit for a violent crime. So that's more than one a week that happened. I guess they the, the story says that they um, stopped motorists for common offenses, like swerving across the double yellow line, speeding recklessly, carrying an open beer bottle. You know, common offenses. <laughs> okay. You know, common offenses. Like, how many times are you swerving across a double yellow line, speeding recklessly, carrying an open beer bottle and yet not armed. And yet within moments of being pulled over, they were fatally shot. Three of them that they were in particular talking about in this story. Uh, one in California, one in Little Rock, Arkansas, and one in Rock Falls, Illinois. And, you know, so they weren't uh, following orders. They were running from the police and they were... Uh, Carrying open booze. Okay. All right. Sure. You got me. I find that number hard to believe, though. I'd like to go deep into those numbers. 
and see. And maybe we will here on Chewing the Fat. We may take another look at some of those numbers because I kind of doubt them. Anyway, back to Philadelphia. Black drivers accounted for 72% of people stopped despite making up less than half of the population. That's according to another report. So the city's putting an end to it. Mayor Jim Kenney is set to sign legislation this week. Uh, It's going to take 120 days to go into effect, though. So, I mean, they're still going to be able to just kill people at will for another 120 days. And uh, I guess the police department, according to this, supports the bill. Yeah, I mean, sure. We don't have to pull people over now for breaking the law. Sure, why not? Big surprise here, too. Ambushes of police up 139%. Huh, really? That's a that's a strange thing, isn't it? The Fraternal Order of Police released new numbers of attacks on men and women in blue, reporting 109 officers have been shot in 86 ambushes. Worse, 281 officers have been shot this year, so far, and 52 killed by gunfire. I mean, that's just unbelievably sad, ridiculous, and what a what a tremendous job to think of all the police officers out there that are doing their work. I just it's tough for me to fathom what a difficult job that is. I I wouldn't want to do it, but I wouldn't want to pull me over either. So just let me go. If I I mean I've been pulled over for a taillight out before, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I felt like I got pulled over by a police officer because of my taillight was out, and I felt like he was going to shoot me. Now, he didn't. He didn't even pull his weapon out, but I felt like it. Because <laughs> when he pulled me over, <laughs> when he pulled me over, I was like, no way. <laughs> I mean, I just had looked at the back of my car. No way I, I got a light out. And he goes, yeah, you do. I, I mean, I jumped out of my car. That's when I could have been shot. But I wasn't because I was white, I guess. And we went back there, and he goes, see? And was, and that's why he, I think he gave me a, a, a ticket because I questioned him because I was pissed. I was like, no way. Let me see this thing. And, uh, and it was out. And so he gave me a ticket, and I had to get it replaced within a certain amount of time. And if I got it replaced, then I you know, didn't have to pay a fine. And so I had to – I had well, this was in – I think this was in Florida. And so I had to – get it replaced. I had to have another police officer okay it to show that it was working. And then I had to take it in and, you know, they would get rid of the fine. Although I still had to pay some kind of fee. Uh, Still cost me some money. But the police officers were standing there. I don't know what they were doing, drinking coffee or whatever. And I pulled up because I was driving around looking for a police officer. I know I was on the hunt for the police department. Some lowly police officer on the street. I found a couple. I pull up and I said, yo, hey, I got this ticket. I got, uh, you know, I need you to okay that it's working. And the cops were like, who gave you a ticket for this? And I was like, his name's on the ticket, bro. It's not me. I'm just following the rules. And he just signed it. said, get out of here. <laughs> they were pissed that somebody gave me a ticket for it. So I like that. So absolutely. You don't want to pull, stop pulling me over for that kind of thing. Okay. I don't want to be a part of it. And then we have Minneapolis, who is there now voting. I think they're voting today, actually. If you're listening live, today is the 2nd of November 2021, where they want to remove the police department. Yay! And they want to replace it with the Department of Public Safety. Well, there you go. Now that 
will employ a comprehensive public health approach to the delivery of functions by the Department of Public Safety. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, those specific functions are going to be determined by the mayor and the city council, but we don't know exactly what those are yet. (laughs) Uh, Now, it's not going to be subject to exclusive mayoral power over this establishment, maintenance, and command, and which would include licensed peace officers. Aren't those police officers? Anyway, if necessary. So they may still hire some people to be peace officers, but, you know, we don't know how many. And because they want to be able to, you know, take care of public safety. In general, the nature of the amendments uh, would uh, indicate uh, that, uh, hey, we're not going to have a police department anymore. So it's going to create a department of public safety combining public safety functions through a comprehensive public health approach to be determined by the mayor and the council. Oh, okay. Now the department is going to be led by a commissioner who nominated by the mayor and appointed by the council. Sounds an awful lot like a police chief. Anyway, the police department and its chief would be removed. Oh, okay. The public safety department would include police officers, but uh, the minimum funding requirement would be eliminated. So we're going to keep you, but we're not going to pay anything. Okay. (laughs) Don't you think we're going to make any money from this from you? No, 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 no. That is not going to happen, my friends. So good times, good times around the country and around the world for that matter. Did you see (laughs) It doesn't surprise me, and I want to feel sorry for him. But we talked yesterday about, you know, the COP21 going on in Glasgow, and, you know, all the elites are there. there, They want to change the, help change the planet, save the planet from climate change. And so, you know, they're having their big meeting, and, you know, President Biden is there, and he goes out, man. He is sound asleep. Now, I've been in particular areas in my life where I have fallen asleep like that. And it's, you know, you catch yourself, you know, you start sleep, you see the video and he starts, he starts falling asleep and he, and he kind of catches himself and he wakes back up again. But if you're almost there, you're almost like, ah, oh, just a couple more seconds. And then you're gone, man. And he is out at this event. Now somebody walks by and kind of taps on the table, tries to wake him up. He is gone. And so then they send a they send a do boy in with a phone to make it look like the, he's showing him something. But you know he's bending over, going, "Sir, sir, sir, you need to wake up. I'm pretending to show you something on the phone, but you need to wake up. You need to wake up." And up he comes, and he takes a second, and then he rubs his eyes, and he is out. Now you could say, "Well, it was a boring climate change speech." Yeah, it was. But when Grandpa Joe was supposed to be alive and kicking and up and be a part to save the world from climate change. And then just a little embarrassing. Okay, so I see HBO has renewed The Righteous Gemstones, and the second season 
just got underway, if I'm not mistaken, on HBO, but they renewed it for a third season before number two even made his debut. And I've got to say, I have not watched it past the first two or three episodes. I mean, it's with John Goodman, and uh, he's the head guy, uh, Eli Gemstone. And it was okay, supposed to be this dark comedy, and I, I don't know. It just didn't do much for me, but I'll get back into it. I guess I'm told by people who watch it that it's really funny, and they love it. And so, okay, I'll give it a shot. It's there. I'll be able to watch it. No problem. I just finished Flight Attendant on HBO Max with, uh, you know, Kaylee Cucho and Michael Hoisman. And then Rose, Rosie Perez was in it. And some great characters. Let's see MMA, Michelle Gomez, T.R. Knight, Colin Woodall, Meryl Dandridge, Griffin Matthews. Griffin Matthews was a great character. Nolan Gerard Funk. I mean, there were some great characters in it. But that's another show that I watched the first episode and thought eh, all right and then i watched the second episode and i was like eh, all right so it was a show i went back to when i didn't have anything to watch and i thought oh, yeah, i gotta i gotta get flight attendant in and so uh, then by the time i got to the i think it's like nine episodes so i think by the time i got to four maybe four the fifth episode, I was hooked. I was in, I was, it was, I was into, let's go, let's wait, I got to finish this. And so, you know, I, I binged it as much as I could and got through it. I've got other things to watch too, you know, but uh, really good. I guess there's a second season supposed to be coming for flight attendant. I'm not sure what direction it could go. Although I could give them a few ideas, Kaylee, if you need some help, you know, call me, uh, no problem. Or just, you know, direct message me on Twitter at Jeffy JFR, all good. I'm here for you, but, uh, well worth the watch and get past that. Uh, you know, that first get it, you know, you're going to need to watch them. So, you know, what's going on, but, uh, you know, once you get past that second or third one, then, you know, you understand the idea behind the, you know, the flight attendant and it's, you know, it was worth it. It was fun. It was a fun ride. So maybe that's what I need to do with righteous gemstones. I mean, okay, fine. I'll work my way through it just for you. No problem. Did you see where uh, Snapchat has just signed a deal with NBC Universal for rights to use audio from NBC Universal's catalog of film and TV shows such as The Office and SNL? Wow, that's a big deal, man. Pinterest uh, is going to launch Pinterest TV November 8th. It's going to allow users to shop while watching live episodes on the app. <laughs> okay. I mean, I love it, but good deal. I mean, Pinterest, uh, you know, you need a chewing the fat show on Pinterest TV. I'm there for you, I guess. Apple is reportedly planning to uh, have a crash detection feature on iPhones and Apple watches that measures extreme changes in acceleration with an auto triggered call to nine one one. Um, what if I throw it off a cliff? Does that mean nine one one is called because, uh, you think that I actually just jumped off a cliff and if I jumped off a cliff or I jumped off a building or was thrown off a building, I guess if I'm thrown off a building, I mean, I want police there as soon as possible to catch the person who threw me off. But if I jump off a building, and I, you know, end up on top of the Beamer down there on West 46. Um, 
it doesn't matter. I mean, if 911 is called, somebody's going to call 911, right? And if the watch calls 911, is somebody going to be there fast enough to catch me? I doubt it. And don't make the fat jokes with, yeah, nobody's going to catch you anyway. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I got it. But it seems, I guess, okay, whatever. If it's another feature to promote your product, great. But I don't know what good it does. Uh, you know, if I'm climbing a mountain and I slip and fall, whoa, 911 was called. You know, if I could get service, well, maybe I can get service. I know that uh, Amazon is launching its first two satellite prototypes next year. Uh, Jeff is all pissed that he's trying to catch up with Elon. He's so pissed that Elon is blowing him out of the water. So now, I mean, he's competing with SpaceX on their space-based internet coverage. So we'll have, I mean, we're going to have satellites on top of satellites on top of satellites, and we'll be able to get internet, you know, until they crash into the space station. And once that happens, ah, who cares? You're not going to need internet anyway. Am I right? Yes, of course I am. And I see where uh, Roblox, the gaming platform, uh, was down for multiple days and was slow to get back online. It's slowly getting back online. Um, isn't that what, I mean, they've had stuff in Roblox that Zuckerberg had promised in the new meta world, right? I mean, the gaming video games, we talked about that uh, last week when Zuckerberg announced meta and what he wanted to do. A lot of the stuff he talked about has been available in games forever. Right? I mean, so, okay, great. So, would it be a surprise to you if Zuckerberg had something to do with the gaming platform being down for days? His way of saying, hey, I got you. Don't worry about it. And I want to thank everyone who sent me pictures of Zuckerberg with his meta announcement last week. I didn't catch it at the time where he uh, has the uh, Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce up on the shelf. (laughs) and uh you know the one was really funny uh sent to me uh, i think it was an email uh chewing the fat of the blaze.com with the comment what do humans have on their shelves barbecue sauce sounds about right (laughs) really funny but apparently zuckerberg uh is a big smoking meats guy and so he loves smoking meats and said he loved uh, grilling and cooking and really loved the Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. So that's just his way of saying, hey, I uh, still like to smoke my meats with Sweet Baby Ray's. And I bet you Sweet Baby Ray's is happy about it, aren't you? And as long as I'm talking about emails, I got another email at chewingthefat at theblaze.com, and you are happy to email there anytime your little heart desires. Uh, I got an email reminding me that uh, the Queen, that's Queen Elizabeth, uh, over there in Great Britain, is uh, not really ever going to die. They're going to drag her around like weekend at Bernie's. Because <laughs> there's no way they want Charlie and uh, Camilla to take over and i almost i mean that is a believable statement the email said they're going to be dragging the dead queen around like weekend at bernie's for just as long as it takes to get rid of charlie and that awful camilla uh yeah i think you're right uh I, I that's actually really funny and it's a great take and it makes a lot of sense because i mean charlie has got to be so mad at himself for not having enough guts 
to kill mom. Uh, you know, I mean, I realize it. I realize it. who does. Only in, in TV uh, movies does that actually happen. But, I mean, after a while, if you're Charlie, now that you're 72, aren't you? I mean, you've, you've waited long enough. It's time to... <laughs> It's time to take the throne, right? All right. But, I mean, he's got them all chanting for climate change, and he called for warlike effort to fight climate change. Stop it. Stop it. At least the queen might believe that, but she can't show up. So, you know, Charlie's over there at COP21. He's got William thinking that. It's just... This whole climate change thing is a nightmare. I've I've heard I heard a statement the other night. I was watching a football game. Uh, it was oh, the BYU game, and uh, it was a late Saturday night. And the the main announcer was uh, a female. And I, forgive me, I can't remember her name. And she was fine. It's whatever. But uh, she sent a statement referring to Hell's Half Acre, and I, I don't know what I I don't remember what she was specifically talking about. I didn't listen to a lot of what she had to say or what any of those announcers have to say. I can call my own game and I do. But uh, she said she used a statement at some point during the game about Hell's Half Acre. And I thought, well, okay, well, what does that mean? I mean, you're, you're in BYU, you're in Provo, and you're talking about Hell's Half Acre? What the heck has Hell's Half Acre got to do with anything? So then it got me thinking, well, what actually is Hell's Half Acre, right? So there's a couple of different places that are kind of known for Hell's Half Acre. But one of them, the main one, is in Fort Worth, Texas, right here where this show originates from in Fort Worth, Texas. It was an area developed in the 1870s as a rest stop for cattle trails uh, from Texas through Kansas. And there were saloons and brothels and other vice dens offering gambling, liquor, and prostitutes. I am such a fan of this place, I cannot tell you. I'm so happy I technically live in Fort Worth. (laughs) I live in the city that Hell's Half Acre is in. Okay, I'm excited about it, very happy. Apparently, we also had like the the best uh, haunted house in the in the country in hell's half acre as there's an abandoned meat packing plant in the hell's half acre area and that's where they had the haunted house why didn't i not go to this awesome anyway so uh you know it was there for many years and then of course you know the progressives uh, all put pressure on the, the progressive movement of the early 20th century uh, put pressure on the area of the Third Ward and disavowed as a den of iniquity and law enforcement tried to shut it down because for years they didn't really mess with it. They went after, you know, big name personality criminals that may be in Hell's Half Acre, but they really didn't sh- try to shut down the uh, the den of iniquity and the gambling houses and the strip joints. <laughs> Why? Because it brought in a lot of money. And a lot of tourists. And so it was a dangerous place, apparently. And that's why it's Hell's Half Acre. Okay. It's the uh, originally designated from 10th Street to 15th Street while intersecting with Houston Street and Main Street and Rust Street. I'll give you the area that it's in in Fort Worth. And uh, it's Hell's Half 
acre. Now, there's another place that's considered kind of Hell's Half Acre. It's Hell's Half Acre, Wyoming, in Casper, Wyoming. It's, uh, you know, it's this landscape that apparently they shot a movie with giant alien bugs coming out of, and now it's a roadside attraction that's shut down, and some cowhand fell into it and called it uh, Hell's Half Acre, and I guess they, you know, kind of stuck. But it's a canyon, and the Indians uh, used to run cattle off into this canyon, and that, or I mean uh, buffalo off into the canyon. That's how they, you know, killed them. <laughs> they just drive them into the canyon, then go down and gut them up. So it's called the uh, the Devil's Kitchen, the Pits of Hades, and, or the Baby Grand Canyon. And it's there was a diner there, and now it's shut up. And in 2005, the restaurant and hotel were closed. And so now one local just calls it, uh, you know, the half acre is really gone to hell. (laughs) But that doesn't count. I'm sorry. No. Hell's half acre is in Fort Worth, Texas. And by God, it's going to stay that way. There's no other place can have it. Okay. Especially when I'm living in Fort Worth. Okay. That means that hell's half acre has to be here. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.